Hello, all you beautiful souls. Welcome to the Sacred Ancestry Podcast, and I'm your host, Thomas Worm. And I'm so excited to be here recording, talking to all of you right now. Uh, Last week, I had a whole episode recorded, and I went to download the audio, and it was gone. Big technical difficulties, so missed a week. Uh, Hopefully, you're back listening to this amazing podcast. And uh, I don't have any news for you today, because I really want to get into... uh, The big topic today is uh, internal leadership, and that's a term I created out of my uh, wildland fire experience. Where it came from was all the leaders, all the supervisors, all the people in charge all the time I worked with in the federal agencies of all the wildland fire career I had. You know, everybody that was a leader tended to have hard times with making decisions or feeling confident or really doing the right thing for for the group and doing what was right for themselves. And it all stemmed from them not being congruent with themselves inside. So, you know, having a lot of old baggage, old old trauma that they bring up into every situation, and it really uh, just made situations even harder out in the field during wildland firefighting is like these people are – bringing their baggage to the table here in the middle of a wildland fire. And it's like, what are you doing? This is not the right place for that. This is a serious, you know, high risk situation. And you're, you're getting angry at people. You're snapping, you're not feeling good enough, whatever, you know, their, their actions were, you could see it shine through. You could see that there is deeper emotions at role, you know, at play that were playing a role in how they were performing at work how they are performing in their own life, how they are performing in their relationships. And this is this is the base of internal leadership is that nobody is going to lead you. You have to lead yourself, right? And leading yourself before you lead others, that is, that is the thesis of internal leadership of this term that I've created is lead yourself before you lead others. I think that's so powerful because as a good leader, you have to have a foundation of of self-work, of personal development, of self-reflection, to really be able to lead yourself. Uh, Because when you lead yourself, you have have this basis, you have this uh, congruency that's inside of you, that you know who you are. You know where your blind spots are. You know how to react to triggers that may, you know, bring up baggage or bring up your your emotional traumas or your your mental, uh, you know, low points you know it brings that up and you can see the obstacle and you can change. You can take that obstacle and create an opportunity. And that's another pillar of this internal leadership is simply seeing obstacles as an opportunity and actually getting excited. When things don't go right, it's like, oh yes, there's there's an opportunity here. What am I going to learn? This is going to be amazing. So every obstacle, you know, you have two choices. You can either pick up that obstacle and let it drag you down and let it take you for a spin and you know let it tear you down and let you just not get what you want in life or you can see that obstacle as an opportunity learn from it create a solution and move on and it's like when we set goals you know we put goals out in the future that we really want to attain and how we get there doesn't matter we're going to hit 10 20 a million obstacles before we hit our goal But the truth is to really achieve your goals, to achieve your dreams, to really get what you want in life, 
you're going to hit obstacles. You have to hit obstacles. It'd be boring if you didn't. And those obstacles are so beautiful. It's what makes this ride in life so amazing is obstacles and learning and taking that, you know, hardship as an opportunity and growing. The growth mindset is so amazing. That's that's where we all need to be as an internal leader uh, so we can lead the world. We can lead more people into this growth mindset of of taking yourself to the next level before you take others. Uh, it's a really nice spot to be, really good mindset to have, to move forward in all levels of your life, really. I mean, you know, this applies to your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, all levels of life. You need to be leading yourself as an internal leader, right? Um, so, you know, I actually wrote a whole book about this internal leadership and one of the first pillars is is personal development and taking that time to to really uh, self reflect, to journal, to meditate, to take time out of your day for yourself. And and you know the biggest thing about meditation, and I'm going to talk about that so much on everything I do, is that meditation point is so powerful because you take away all the stimulus of the world, all the social media, all the stuff, all the TV, all the magazines, everything that's going on in your life, all those work conversations, and you just drop them. And now it's like quiet as a, you could hear a pin needle drop, right? And of course, your mind's chattering, going crazy. But if you sit there just long enough, all that just settles like a ripple in a lake, right? That whole mind chatter just slows right on down. And now you're you. You're actually who you want to be. You can start to explore yourself at as you want to be not what the world is telling you or what the tv is uh you know embedding you to believe um all those different things are all that stimulus that we we achieve or that we um receive all the time it's uh it takes away from who we really are and when we drop all that stuff it's amazing what you'll find out find out about yourself and you know, one of my favorite techniques to really just slow down the mind, take a break, uh, just a big reset button is going into a float tank. It is so powerful. If you haven't done a float tank experience, you got to go out there. There's float spas almost in every city around the country now. And floating is amazing. I mean, straight up, like there's no stimulus for your mind. There's no stimulus for your eyes, your ears. It's just silent darkness and you. And I know some people out there, that's going to freak them out. Like, oh my gosh, just me? Like, what am I going to do? But that's the beauty of it is it's just you. And you can drop everything away and just explore yourself. Because really, our mind is is a universe all by itself. That's I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Um, So, you know, I'm going to talk about the book a little bit more, Internal Leadership. And, uh, you know, I really take in like the 10 and 18 for Internal Leadership uh, it's, you know, uh, kind of took all the stuff that we use in wildland fire and rewrote it and applied it to, to self-help to leading yourself. So the 10 standard orders for health and safety, here we go. You, you, uh, you might want to write this down. So one is keep informed on your internal conditions, both positive and negative. Two, know what your thoughts are doing at all times. Three, Base all actions on current energy levels. Four, identify negative emotions and admit to them. Five, observe when there are possible triggers for stress. 
Six, be alert, keep calm, think clearly, and act decisively. Seven, maintain prompt communications with yourself. Eight, clearly communicate your feelings to yourself and ensure they are understood. Nine, maintain control of your thoughts and emotions at all times. 10. Aggressively pursue your goals, having first provided for stress management. So those are the the 10 standard orders for health and safety. So 10 and 18... Uh, you've probably heard of them if you're wildland fire, if you haven't, it's, uh, so there's 10 standard orders that we cannot break, uh, in operational planning. And then there's 18, uh, watch outs that are like, you know, you need to really pay attention. You could probably do this, but you need to really watch out. So I've also adapted this to the 18 watch outs for well-being. Uh, number one, not sizing up your thoughts and emotions. Two, Hiding your thoughts and emotions from yourself. Three, having no escape from stress and a safe place to relax. Four, not holding yourself accountable for your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Five, not being informed on your personal development and having no supervision on progress. Six, have an unclear internal operational plan. Seven, having poor communication with yourself and others. Eight, executing an internal operational plan without an anchor. Nine, executing a plan while being surrounded by stress. Ten, attempting to lead others without first leading yourself. Eleven, executing an internal operational plan while hiding thoughts, feelings, or behaviors. 12. Sounding yourself, surrounding yourself with stress. 13. Not being aware of internal conflicts and not having someone who can help. 14. Executing a plan where stress and fatigue billow out of control. 15. The destabilization of internal conditions. 16. Engaging in impulsive decision-making and changing your SLPs to avoid thoughts and feelings. 17. Experiencing outbursts of negative thoughts and feelings. 18. Becoming complacent and forgetting to develop yourself. So in Wildland Fire, you know, the 10, 10 watch out or 10 standard orders are, are required, right? And the 18 watch outs, what I just went over, are policy guidelines where, you know, you can get away with maybe one or two of these, but you start getting three, four, five of the uh, 18 watch outs out of, out of alignment. And you're really going to be having a hard time. So this is an amazing book for for leadership, but really just self development. It's uh, really powerful. A lot of this, uh, you know, I wrote this whole book and probably oh, the first draft came out of me in like six hours on a fire assignment last year. It was uh, pretty crazy. Um, you know, and a lot of the the other core pillars of this is is duty, respect, and integrity, and that's just so drilled into me as a wildland firefighter that. I just see that as a duty, you know, personal development and leading yourself is your duty. Like 
and showing yourself that respect of like having integrity to really take this challenge on to lead yourself before you lead others. I mean, it's just so, so important and it would help this world so much if we had more uh, internal leaders. Um, So here's another section. So a great leader sets the example by taking charge of their mind and body, holding themselves accountable, constantly assessing their internal state, motivating themselves to always do their best, taking initiative, making stress, stress management their priority, communicating honestly, supervising themselves, practicing the 12 principles of extreme ownership, being radically honest with themselves and others. So if you've never read the book, Extreme Ownership, uh, I highly recommend that. That book is a huge influence for me. Uh, it's just amazing. It's just a fantastic book. So I won't read the book too much to you. You can check it out on Amazon, uh, Internal Leadership, and you can just search that in the search bar and find it. I'll leave it in the show notes as well. Um, but really, it goes through leadership. There's a lot of uh, neuro-linguistic programming principles in here. So actually, you know, the things that are going to get you results to dive into personal development quickly and and actually change your life. Uh, and, you know, that gets into another topic I want to talk about is, is what I've noticed with a lot of clients and uh, with the coaching stuff in my life is that people have these fears. They have, you know, low confidence, low self-worth, um, or maybe they're dealing with depression or anxiety. And that's where they've been for so long that when somebody comes by and says, Hey, you know what? I have a solution for you. They don't believe it. They have no way to even believe that, you know, there's, there's even a possible chance of, of being happy, of changing changing themselves that people don't believe it. They're so embedded and so stuck in that comfort zone that there's, they don't even understand that there's a gap that it's so hard to, for most people to see that there's a gap that they can actually reach this goal and filling that gap in between where they are to that goal is it takes personal action. It takes internal leadership, right? So that's, that's my job as a coach is to show people, look, there's, there's a gap in where you're living and where your dreams are, and you can achieve those dreams, but there's actions and steps you need to take to achieve that. And here, here it is, you know, hardcore accountability, um, creating a compelling future, uh, you know, releasing all the baggage and, and emotional drama that's really holding you back in the past. Um, you know, that self-sabotage syndrome, it's, it's all tied into that that old emotional baggage and not forgiving yourself. Um, so that that's like the power of, of coaching is is moving people through that system of of uh, building a compelling future, uh, quantum goal setting, uh, releasing all the emotional baggage, and then creating an action plan with step by step you know guidance of this is what you're going to do here's the hardcore accountability part of it. You're going to, you know, if say, you know, whatever you're working on, you could, if you don't do it, you pay somebody a hundred dollars, right? That's like an example of hardcore accountability. You're going to do it. Uh, we set up a plan like that. Uh, and this stuff actually gets results. Like this stuff is real. Uh, you know, I tie in a lot of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, a lot of hypnosis techniques with my guided meditations. Um, I use coactive coaching. Uh, to really build, co-create that that system of of moving somebody from where they're at now 
to those dreams that they want to achieve, um, and fill in that gap with, with action items. Um, so that's enough about coaching. Yeah. And, uh, internal leadership is just so powerful. I want more people to know about this. I want you to spread the word about internal leadership. Uh, check out the book. Uh, it's so powerful. Uh, it will get results. Uh, and the idea for me was to, uh, it's pretty tailored to first responders, but really anybody could use it in business in finance in running their own business, uh, to firefighting, uh, to EMS and city fire, like whatever people are doing, internal leadership is a big, big proponent of, of really building, building your dreams and leading yourself. So I want to talk to you about a uh, experience I had this week. This is so cool. So I was uh, mixing and remixing a, a guided meditation I had for a client, and um, so I just got done mixing mixing this uh, guided meditation, and I'm just writing uh, writing a little article, doing some work while I was listening to it, just to make sure everything sounded good and the edits went through and. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting there and it's like, man, I just want to listen to this. Like, I'm just going to keep working with this song because this just feels good. Uh, and next thing I know, I am like in the middle of typing and I just start crying, like profusely bawling my eyes out because I had this profound sense of divine energy coursing through me. Uh, and I had this knowing, this all knowing that I am my highest potential right now and that I've achieved my dreams right now, like it is happening right now. Like I am my highest self. And I actually just embodied that highest self, uh, that source energy. And I just released all my, you know, negative emotions, everything that's ever happened in my life just like floated away. Um, and that was, you know, the point of the guided meditation that I was building. It was just like, you know, after I got done crying and felt is, you know, crying of joy, of course, and when I got done crying, it was just like, oh my gosh, like this guided meditation is so powerful. Like I, it just got drilled into me subconsciously because I was, you know, not paying a lot of attention because I was writing and just listening and it worked. That guided meditation blew my mind and I'm so happy that I'm making products like that for my clients. Like that is so cool. I'm so excited about that. Uh, I was really happy had a really beautiful moment there, uh, in the office, mixing down a guided meditation. So that was fantastic. That was just incredible. So that, that gets into some of the, the guided meditation stuff that I love doing is, uh, the, the whole point of it is, you know, the way I see it is there's a, there's a lot of modalities to work through old trauma, PTSD, all of these, you know, depression, anxiety, all of these things. There's, you know, therapy, there's NLP, there's hypnosis, there's all sorts of, uh, other types of modalities. But what I like most about the guided meditation idea is that I'm using, you know, the oldest, uh, you know, ideas from the Vedic text to build, uh, you know, Raja yoga type meditations. 
and really all that is, it's so simple is, is, um, is connecting with a source energy, God, you know, if you're Christian or whatever religion doesn't matter, this is just source divine energy. It's, it's the same thing as creator, great spirit, uh, God, Jesus, whatever you want to call it. So you're connecting to this source energy and just allowing it to connect to your body and fill your entire body up with this love and light and extremely high vibration, uh, this vibration of unconditional love and compassion. Um, and you're just allowing that to fill up your body. Uh, and then what that does is there's, you know, if you go back to a lot of the shamanistic, uh, ideas about healing in like Peru and Mexico and, uh, ancient China and things like that, what they talk about is that these emotional traumas or these baggages uh, that are left over from childhood or past lives or whatever it is, they're, it's energy. And uh, with this Raja Yoga idea, it's, it's all about uh, you know filling your body up with divine light and your vibration gets so high that that, that negative black dark energy doesn't serve you anymore and it just falls off and it just flows away and it's not <clears throat> going to go overnight. You know, these emotional traumas aren't going to, you know, go, go away overnight through this process, but using this meditation to just let the energy go of those experiences, they actually clear out of the emotional body. They actually clear out of the mind. They clear out of the the energetic uh, auric field of of the clients, uh, and this is such a powerful meditation because it just clears everything without having to revisit the trauma, without having to really go deep into what happened. It doesn't matter. It's it's totally different. It's like clearing the energy of of what happened in the past uh, that's that's harming the person in the future or right now. Um, so building these guided meditations on out of Raja yoga is so amazing. I'm so happy to be doing this work and just changing people's lives through these ancient ideas and connecting with, um, you know, our sacred ancestry around the world. He's, uh, talking about, And that ties into uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. And it's so amazing. If you ever read his story about how, you know, he got hit by a bicycle or he got hit while he was riding a bicycle by a car, uh, flown like 15, 12 feet, something like that, uh, hit the concrete really hard, got really banged up. Uh, he basically shattered his spine. Uh, and when he was in the hospital and the doctors told him, you know, Hey, we're going to have to put like a steel rod in your back and, uh, we're going to have to do surgery for like 30 hours. He just said, no way. Like, I don't want to do that. Uh, and he sat there, the way he explains is that he sat there in his, uh, hospital bed for weeks and weeks and just meditated and went into his body and just moved all the shards of bone and like a jigsaw puzzle, just put everything back together 
And uh, it was such a powerful experience for him that he had a true awakening experience. And one day he just got out of bed and started walking again. I think it was like uh, two or three weeks he was walking uh, just through meditation. Like how crazy is that? And now he's, you know, doing book tours and doing workshops where he's scientifically proving, you know, as he is a neuroscientist as well. Uh, and, you know, he's doing these workshops with people having awakening experiences and uh, with their brain activity and what's happening in the brain and the neuroscience behind it all. And then recording, you know, these these experiences where people go into the workshops with, you know, stage four cancer, with MS, with all of these really terrible medical issues, and they walk out of the workshop 100% healed. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of times they'll call back like a couple of weeks later and like, Hey, I went and got my MRIs done with the doctors and my cancer's gone. I went from stage four to gone in an instant. Literally this, this stuff is just amazing. Dr. Joe Dispenza is a big, big influence for me. I love what he's doing. Uh, yep. That, uh, I think that brings me to a close today for the podcast. And I really want to hear from you. Uh, I want to hear comments, what you want, you know, is there any topics you want to hear about? Uh, please let me know, comment, uh, share this episode, share the podcast. Uh, I'm hopefully going to get featured on CastBox here, so I'll be in the tile tile selection there. Uh, please, if you could support me on Patreon, uh, Patreon slash Mountain Mind Tricks. Uh, Facebook, you can reach out to me, Thomas M. Worm. Uh, friend me. We'll have a chat. Get on Messenger. I'd love to connect with you. Uh, you can shoot me an email at mountainmindtricks at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me on Twitter, Mountain Mind Tricks. Uh, really, everything Mountain Mind Tricks, you can get a hold of me. So please reach out. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast, and thank you for listening. And have a beautiful, wonderful day. And bless you. Namaste.